0: Hey everyone, welcome to Teach Better Today Morning Show, where we are live every single morning to welcome you into your morning, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern. I was actually just talking with this, about this show to my physical therapist, like literally yesterday, and they were so surprised that we were live every single day. I'm like, yeah. We just like to hang out with our community. So we'll be back here in a minute. If this is your first show or your 3000th show, please add your name in the comments. Tell us where you're listening from. I know you're shocked to see Jeff Gargis on the show. You can tell him specifically a hello, howdy do. And we'll be right back. My name is Ray Hewart. I'm live with Jeff Gargis, and you are tuning in to Teach Better today, either streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or LinkedIn, or you are listening over on Teach Better Talk podcast, which we really, really appreciate you guys subscribing, rating, and reviewing there, and all that, all that good stuff. Hi, Jeff.
1: Is it? Have we done three thousand episodes?
0: I assume. Or that are you we just have.
1: talking nonsense?
0: I wish that um like mm. podcasts numbered things for you because we've been putting out episodes yeah, that since 2018 would be, and that would we nice. used to, well, we used to number them.
1: Yeah. Cause we had the episode number, but like, yeah, like but the, our host doesn't like, yeah, yeah. But we
0: also did bonus episodes that we didn't. Count. I know. I was going to say and like, then, yeah,
1: cause we did a whole lot more than the numbers. We did a lot of bonus. We used to do a lot of like there's bonus mm-hmm. episodes that were like replay of keynotes that were, uh, blogs that we were reading, um that were special, like events we've done. Yeah, like yeah, that's. I'm gonna yeah, put a and point in.
0: Then we've not we've only gone up in our podcast. We I mean we publish yeah. so many podcast episodes a week. Plus, then we did daily drop in every day. We we well, did yeah. shows every day. I mean, like it's honestly endless. And you guys not runs. only you guys not only get the teach better today morning show on the podcast, but you also get the mastermind recap on the mm-hmm. podcast and you get the Sunday show.
1: And the Sunday so show. we
0: put out like seven or eight podcast episodes. It's, a week. it's
1: seven, seven a week.
0: Yeah. So I don't, yeah. that's what seven say, a week
1: that's been going here for a little, but like, I mean, yeah, if you think about when we did daily drop and it was five a week, right and, well, then, and
0: we did bonus episodes during day we, we did some in. bonus in the
1: last 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 year it was a little, you know we did like two a week plus plus bonus is probably an average of three or so a week like it's But we also up, take i wonder
0: we also take summers off a lot so uh, like it's on. a lose-lose i have no idea i don't know why they don't count it for us
1: uh, i can i can i'm gonna figure this out and add up no. how many we've actually yeah i can figure it out um Guys, do you think
0: that jeff should be spending his time adding up podcast episodes. Oh, it's not a matter of,
1: of what I should be doing. It's a matter of what I'm going to be doing.
0: I feel like I'm there's other things schedule. I need to do. <laughs> this. I
1: don't know.
0: But yeah, uh, well, that's a really good Saturday or Sunday yes. project for you.
1: Yeah. But regardless, we're happy you're here. Regardless of what number this is or how many times you joined us. So happy. excited. Yes.
0: Hey, Jeff, I legitimately, before we started the show, um, Have you ever had, I know teachers have had this, so like we have to talk about it and then it's going to transition into what I wanted to actually ask you, but have you ever had the moment where either you've had too much coffee or you've just been really busy all morning and all of a sudden your body gets like really jittery, like you need food. Mm -hmm. But then in that moment, you're already at, you're already in the losing space. You have to essentially shovel in food to try and get the jittering to stop do you know what i'm talking
1: about yeah so if, yeah i i do know what you're talking about i think you're about to tell us how you just experienced that
0: well, not only did i just experience it but the topic that we were supposed to talk about today was if it's acceptable to eat during a meeting and i feel mm. like this just blends in perfectly like i looked at the show notes we about and i was to, like should i go get are we like, gonna really eat nice. right now are we gonna
1: eat for this oh right i will not even like, joke i have because crinola. you were like hey i need to get some lunch and i'm like oh i should do that and i'm like yeah. oh well, that's not good because I'm an hour ahead of you. And yeah, you
0: should have eaten. I also
1: and I've one well, I and I've been doing you know I've been fasting again in the morning, so like I haven't eat. I I I down a granola bar really quick just before. Here's this, my so question. I'm not as jittery.
0: I am acknowledging it's rude to talk with food in your mouth like I am right now. <laughs> Asht- so I understand that, but if you're in a school meeting or if you're in a Zoom meeting, whatever it is, and let's assume that you have to have a participatory role like this isn't like a a meeting with 6,000 people on a zoom and your camera's off and your mic's off like then you can technically do whatever you want mm-hmm. I mean you're in a meeting with a group that is of decent size that you matter they want to hear can, can you eat in a meeting that's my question
1: I think it depends on the group More. I mean, uh, it, well, <laughs> I can't believe we're recording this well like for example if you think about like our weekly leadership team meeting yes 100% eat like because it's we're like an
0: internal internal meeting
1: well but like but even if it's someone else like that's not technically internal but you have a relationship with or, or the connection to you know what I mean like I think that's the, the 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 side like if I'm on a if if I don't think probably as if you are looked at as a leader that you pro- if you're the person lead in the, the the conversation or called the meeting you probably don't need to be the one eating or shouldn't be um but I think if someone needs to eat, I mean, especially if you think about teachers, like...
0: What's what I'm thinking? So, like... I get,
1: a, like, 38 seconds a day to eat. So, like, if we're in right, a meeting, so in like... The- is it okay me? to
0: eat during like an in a team meeting at school or so. a grade level meeting, I think so. staff meeting. And, but then maybe not a, you're saying like a parent meeting may not. No,
1: not a parent con- teacher conference. Probably not. Um, I, I don't rec- okay. know if I recognize that meeting with the board or with the community really in any in sense. And, and I think, think, the, I think the internal though, is? like it depends on what the topics are like oh. let's, if you're meeting on a, if if there's a an emergency meeting called and it's like, Something happened, and it's a serious topic. Um, and you need to cover like there's a little bit of a respect to the topic of like okay, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm you have my full attention. I'm here, but I think if it's just general, like you know the monthly meeting or the team, you know the team, you know morning meetings for the team or whatever. Like I think you should have the the relationship and the culture there where it's like, look, I'm meeting, but as long as I can still participate and bring the value that I'm expected to bring or that I want to bring, and I'm still hearing what everyone else is saying and it's not like distracting for me or that or anybody else then i don't think there's an issue i mean especially if you think about like a zoom like i can mute and and take a bite whatever i don't have to chew in your mouth like ray's been doing here like in your ear <laughs> you know but even like you're sitting you know you're sitting in a meeting and i'm having a you know granola bar i'm having to eat or whatever like i think i think if you're have the relationship like you understand why that person might be eating
0: okay That's I probably because they the didn't comments. get a chance to eat We are getting comments. I want to keep these comments going about what you guys think. I think it also just like, it's also about, The food you're choosing to eat like if you have like a messy red spaghetti sauce and you're just
1: like if you've got a rack of ribs maybe save it for after the meeting like a
0: rack of ribs i feel like like, if it's a granola bar
1: or like i picture me coming in and i got like a rack of ribs on my lap and i'm like and i'm like setting like my you know my side like my potatoes on someone else's lap and i'm like folding the napkin in and i'm like like (laughs) And you're trying to talk yeah. and I'm just chowing on a bone of of rib meat. That's probably not okay. Um, so what's an
0: okay like I feel like salads could go either way, be careful with salads, granola bars, any like snacking food. See, this is, is this least. is why
1: this is why I think most people just say don't eat during meetings, it. because like you get in the nuance like, well, wait a minute, where's the line? Because someone crosses the line there and you're like, wait a minute, that you shouldn't be doing like, well, you said we could eat and I'm hungry, I don't get to eat. And it's like, yeah, but we didn't tell you to bring in an entire rotisserie chicken. So like <laughs> And like, suck, but again, you know, I think like
0: that I think rotisserie chicken. A bucket chicken, of wings. Rotisserie chicken goes into distracting. Cutting up a rotisserie I chicken think, is its own activity. Yeah, so, that's oh, like,
1: no, you just you don't cut that thing up. You just pick it up and and eat it. Oh, no. yeah. I think that's different than like like I've I got a granola bar in my hand or even like, a, I mean a little bowl of like Saga oatmeal chips. or even a, a salad meal. again. Like oatmeal's great. You know, and I, but I think the the difficulty becomes in like, because like where's the line and you'd have someone that's going to push it or, or whatever. I don't, you know, I don't know. I, so I, I, what do it you becomes think is an my... issue is when it becomes an issue, not before it's an issue. That makes Okay.
0: Sense. So I was going to say anything crunchy, but these are granola bar. Wait, no, what's this? They're a...
1: not granola bar. That's what a, is this? a graham cracker. A graham cracker, a
0: graham cracker, but yeah. it was it was not properly stored by I assume a child, so it's a really stale. So it's not it's not gonna make a noise when I chew it because it's like it's... super stale and soft. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like if it was fresh, it'd yeah, be to be yeah, like, okay, you know. But
1: even that, like even if it's if it's ch- it's not like when you're like I mean, you can eat something that's crunchy like that without being ridiculous it's not like when you yeah, eat a, yes. a, a graham cracker it's like, like
0: all right during this transition <laughs> friends we want to hear what your favorite uh. and least favorite food you would recommend for a team meet. like i really liked the rib example you might win for that one jeff like i want to know the worst thing to bring and then the best thing to bring and we'll be right back <laughs> Welcome back to Teach Better Today Morning Show. We are getting into our team talk section, which is where we like to bring up educational topics, get into conversation. And today we are doing a listener question. Jeff Vargas tell me your thoughts before we get into this. Tell me your thoughts on listener questions.
1: Oh, I like the uh, listener questions are fun because it gets an idea. I, I think, you know, when we when we put together the ideas for these shows, like we do, I think we do a pretty good job of listening to our audience, listening to you, those who are connected in our, in our community. But uh, there is a little bit of like us assuming or guessing maybe is right. Or thinking through like, here's what we think will be valuable. When we get a user question or suggestion or idea, it's like, okay, no, we know like at least someone literally is asking for this. So likely it's going to be valuable to more people. And so my, I, I like it. I think it, I think as you send us questions you share stuff like that, it really helps us be better for you every time we come on. So I I love them. Unless this is a difficult one that you're going to make me answer, then I hate them.
0: Yeah, I won't like you. So we sent out an email, I don't know how many weeks ago, and we asked people to just share listener questions with us. Mm -hmm. And we got so many. So I am so excited that we could do listener questions more often because while I appreciate you yeah. guys sending them randomly to us, we have like a whole batch now that I know I want to get to. Which, um, which right. by the
1: way, like shout out to you. Like wait, a, like the community stepped up. I like, know it was huge. Like wait to show up.
0: I also am trying to answer some of them on my Instagram because okay. I knew that like these shows can only answer so many listener questions at mm-hmm. a time. And also sometimes when that not on the show, when they pull a specific listener question, I wish I could answer So I feel like there's going to be so much rich conversation coming from the Teach Better team because we're constantly going to be problem solving through things that you all are hopefully thinking through. And of course, if you get more questions, please send them. Like, even if you hear a question that your mentee asks you and you're like, okay, I got the answer I needed, but this is going to benefit someone else. I'll send this question to the team. Be super helpful. So I really like this one, Jeff, but there are a lot of layers, which is why I thought it was perfect for you and I to do on the morning show. Okay. All right. Are you ready? It's a little I long. I'm going to read it.
1: Not ready, but go ahead.
0: Okay. So this is the scenario that is that is typed out to us. It says, right now, I'm on medical leave, so I'm not using the grid method. However, I've written and taught through several different grids. Before I left for leave, my teacher friend, who gets my freshmen as sophomores, got exacerbated. What is that word? Exacerbated?
1: Exasperated.
0: There we go. With them and said, if you guys don't start working, I'm going to throw a grid at you. I was horrified and begged her not to use the grid as a threat anymore. So my question is, what what if you are trying to teach an instructional method with fidelity, but another colleague is butchering it and hurting students with it, essentially. So there are a well, it's, lot of it's, layers. There's
1: this this person is freshman. It's the the colleague is the the sophomore. Level. No
0: other way around. The colleague is the freshman. Other way okay. She's the sophomore teacher. So her com- concern is like if the freshman teacher isn't using the strategy well and using it now as a negative as a threat, then when they get to their sophomore year and this teacher is implementing it really well, yeah,
1: yeah, they're gonna they have feel a like the whole taste class is house. a threat. Yeah. Um.
0: I mentioned one thing before we get into this question and it's not her question it's just something she shared in the beginning she specifically says uh right now I'm on medical leave so I'm not using the grid method first off we want to send you all of our love for you being on medical leave um we know that so many teachers have been forced to take these routes and whether it be their own emotional physical health family members Please know that if you ever need anything, reach out to us. We have so many different resources to get you support. So um, we're sending you all the love in easy healing. And then the second thing I want to mention is, for those of you that are possibly taking a leave, whether it be for a few days, a few weeks, a few months, a semester, the GRID method, depending on what you're willing to, to challenge yourself with, the GRID method is outstanding when you have a sub in the classroom so i see this saying i see this note saying i'm on medical leave therefore i'm not using the grid method i would challenge all of us to consider if you're going on medical leave or you're going any sort of leave the grid method might actually be exactly what you should be using to allow Mm. your students to be successful and obviously there's a few different factors you want to consider i'm going to assume for the right reasons this teacher has chosen not to use it while she's in medical leave but something to consider
1: well that's a confusing part of me because because if they're not the same students, then I'm not sure what the medical, even her not running has to do with the actual problem.
0: I don't think it does. I think she was just trying to establish that she's a grid method teacher.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Oh, a, like,
0: in, a, in a traditional way.
1: Oh, but I normally use it. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, that was more of a sidebar. And I'm not using it right now because I'm on medical leave, but I normally use the good method and this is happening. Gotcha. So I think, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind to me is, is why does that teacher feel that this is a threat? To mm-hmm. students and that would be the biggest piece of like how like figuring that out like hey like why like rather than begging her not to say or use it or him or her i can't remember um of not to use it as a threat in a negative way like that like find out like why do they even think it is like because to me i'm like i don't know any reason why they would consider it a threat outside of outside of the fact that the students actually have to learn and grow and therefore it's challenging versus my current classroom that's easy for them like that's the only thing i can think of unless i have a negative unless i have a misunderstanding of what it is and i don't realize that it's like you know what i mean like i don't there's no yeah. other reason like why else is it a threat that's i mean it's literally like the threat of like <laughs> like, like I'm
0: gonna, I'm not gonna make this easy for you. You kids you don't act up.
1: I'm gonna make you actually learn. Like yes, yeah, so that's exactly like, I don't what, know what, the, what it I'm, is. Like, yeah. So that would be the question of like, so like, what does this person actually think the grid method is, and why does she, why did he or th- she think that throwing a grid at you is a negative thing? If it's not that, like, I would give them the benefit of the doubt that it's not that, and maybe they're just misunderstanding what the grid actually is, because there's a chance that in their mind, they're just thinking and they're equating it to just more work. Because oh, they don't no. understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's because, and right, like, and I understand that that's wrong, but the question, like, the thought of, like, well, okay, so then maybe it's just some education around what this method actually is so that this other teacher can actually understand it versus assuming it's them a them problem, if that makes sense, right? Like, maybe it's a, an education of problem for them. And also, like, why would the kids find it as, like, do the kids have to understand it incorrectly as well if they think it's a threat? Right, like I don't. I I, this is a very confusing thing, but I think really we need more context of the conversation of like why this is occurring. Like,
0: yeah, I think the first
1: step, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know.
0: The first step is definitely going to the teacher and trying to better understand what their misunderstanding is with the grid. I I I totally agree because there's so many different educational tools that we have at TeachBright.com and in the academy that. It, if there's a misunderstanding, you should be able to solve it. It Also, in addition to reaching out to us, we would love to you know, help confirm anything forever. Um, the other element, which I think is interesting, is I don't know if I'm opening a can of worms, Jeff, so I'm super sorry about this. But we find the flat with standard-based grading. We saw this a little bit with the grid method. As educators... We use educational jargon so that we all stay in like up to date in conversations. Mm-hmm. We call this mastery learning framework the grid method. We call this more progressive style of grading, standard-based grading. But more often than not, we don't go to our students and lay out our teaching philosophy or the the instructional practices we intend to use unless they're different than what has previously been presented in your classroom. So for example, there isn't a teacher on the planet that at the beginning of the year is sending a letter home saying, hey guys, I just wanted you to know I'm a really progressive teacher. So you're going to see a variety of things in my classroom that includes mini lessons, practice with the information and formative assessments. Because that style is so common like the workshop model of of teaching is so common and even though the parents don't know any different as a teacher we believe that that's how a classroom traditionally looks yet when we go into a new practice like using a mastery framework or a new practice of grading we feel the need to announce that to to students and parents and i think that that creates fear I don't know. The, I don't know the positive of it. It, does, it I don't know that going to a class and saying this is what this type of teaching is called is actually beneficial to the students at all. Like you should be using the most progressive instructional practices you can. And I don't know that the students having a a title or a name associated with it needs to occur. We remember, Jeff, we used to have a letter that we sent home at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the year for grid method teachers explaining what the grid method was to parents. And later on we kind of had this reflection of it's not that you can't do that, but it, it really does sound like your kids are guinea pigs. And I don't that like that's not true. There's so much data and research behind this instructional practice. And a lot of it is what you already find in a classroom. It just feels and looks a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So we decided to not necessarily make that suggestion anymore because like the parents don't know any different. The kids don't know any different. This is us putting our like teacher caps on in some regard. So I guess anyway, my roundabout way of saying this with a multiple perspectives and I agree with your first um, suggestion, but I think the other thing is to consider introducing dynamic ways of teaching doesn't always need to come with the title. And if you feel like the grid mm-hmm. method as a title has a negative connotation somewhere because a teacher did something wrong or whatever, then don't title it that way and just call it well, how you and, teach. Like, yeah, I, don't
1: know. I I agree with all that. And yeah, I think the, the communication only needs to happen when things are going to be different than what they might've already been used to so that they don't fear it. But as far as the negative like she specifically said that they're saying the they're throwing grids at you. So like that's not even talking about the method or anything like that. It's literally talking right. about the grid, the specific mm-hmm. thing. So either these kids have already had the grid method, like, Oh, grids in another class. And they're able to use a negative connotation to it. Or this teacher has specifically said, Hey, guess what? Next year you're going to get these things called grids. And this is why they're bad and terrible. So now I'm going to use that as a, you know what I mean? Like, I'm pick, like like going like literally, well, you better watch out because when you get to Miss Hewitt's class, it's not so easy. You are lucky to have me this year because Ms. Hewitt uses these things called the grids. Like That's like the only scenario I can yeah, come so, up with. And not that that person is necessarily being malicious because they might just truly misunderstand it. But like, I don't know, it's...
0: The reality is we need I to talk know. to our colleagues to yes. confirm understanding. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're ever nervous about something that you're doing in your classroom and having to admit to it or, or explain it to the outside out of, out of your classroom. It can just be how you teach. You, you can put different titles, different language. If you feel like that needs to happen. This is what
1: we do in this classroom.
0: Yeah. This is like, I never necessarily was like, I use the grid method. I was like, this is how my classroom operates and here's why. And I know it's good. And And I can explain why this is the learning (laughs) pathway. Yeah. Like I can pull the research for you. It, you know, Chad Ostrowski is not going to be upset if you don't give him credit.
1: Oh, he I don't know. He's pretty sensitive.
0: I mean, he, like, practically walks around in a crown all day, so I think he'll be <laughs> just <funny. laughs>
1: You know, it's weird. He got it. He bought the crown himself. Like, that's the I weird know, that's part. That's what I'm saying. Like, but, it, like, it's one of those. Did we used to like, call him? It's, it's one of those Burger King crowns. Yeah, so it's not really. Did
0: we used to call him like the Grid Yoda? Wasn't there? What were the things that we used to call no, him? No,
1: I don't think. Um,
0: yeah, Yoda for sure was a thing. It wasn't like King of the Grid. It was like
1: I don't think I've ever called him Yoda. Maybe you did. I've never called him Yoda. I most of what I've called Chad for most of our relationship, I can't say on air. So we'll just say Chad. But you
0: know what I'm talking about. Chad used to be called like. The grid
1: we to, we, Gridmaster, we used to we use Gridmaster. Um, yo, I don't think Yoda. I mean, I he would be a, Give in the be, comments.
0: I know we used to call him that. Yoda, but it was what did we before to... I obviously comments what if
1: Yoda. remember what Ray and I aren't remembering, that'd be great, but then also like what should we call Chad? That'd be good too. I don't know what else boss man boss man that happens yeah that's uh, that's
0: guy that's who shows up to meetings only half the time
1: <laughs> i don't know great great guru we ever call him that great that guru like a, that's, that's cute. Like fun you know um, yeah think
0: of a cute nickname that we can make fun of chad in our next meeting We i
1: almost said some of the things that i that i call him i'm like oh can't say that right now uh so I'll pull back Maybe I you have, can... i don't have a bleep button
0: you can bleep. You'll like type them in the comments to people with like <laughs> asterisks. It'll be, funny. It'll just be asterisks. <laughs> all right, friends. We hope yeah, you have an amazing day. Jeff and I will be back on the show together hopefully sometime soon. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see you around the Riverbend. We'll see you sometime soon. I feel like that was a Pocahontas joke. Bye, guys. Hey, Teach Better community, thank you so much for joining the Teach Better Today morning show every single weekday at 7 a.m. Eastern. We have so many resources for you outside of this live stream at teachbetter.com, including blogs, podcasts, and professional development that will bring our team to your school. Wherever you are listening from this morning, please make sure you are sharing and celebrating the incredible educators in this world. And hey, if you are listening over on a podcast to teach better talk, we would love a five star review. (laughs) The comments are always so entertaining. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow.